Hi, I'm Lebo Changela, and this is the 17th edition of the series Frontline Workers, where we talk to courageous essential workers who daily risk their lives to provide important services to the general public. It is over four months since the South African government instituted the national lockdown on March 27. Pharmacies are essential in the fight to combat and slow down the spread of the COVID-19 virus. According to the South African Journal for Economic and Management Sciences, the country currently has 2,693 retail pharmacies. Coming up in this edition of Frontline Workers. I contracted COVID-19 in July and I contracted it at work from a colleague. My family, at first, they were very anxious and worried and they were praying for me every single day. My general feeling about the pandemic is that it has taught us the importance of cleanliness, the importance of washing our hands. A pharmacist, Nkate Kosisangu, who works at a public hospital in the East Rand, tells me what she goes through as a frontline worker. Ngadego described her experience working under the different levels of lockdown. So my experience working under level 5 and level 4 was quite interesting. Um, The hospital was busy, but it was not as busy. And because a lot of people didn't know that they that they can come to the hospital to get medical attention. And so we were busy, but not as busy. And now in level three, it is similar to how it was before lockdown. So I work in a public hospital. I cannot specifically say that we are receiving more patients because the numbers are similar. Um, when I look at how many patients we see in a day, it's similar to the number of patients that we were seeing before. And to a certain degree, it has decreased slightly because some patients prefer to not come to the hospital. And um, we have also had other measures where patients who are stable on chronic medication have been transferred to pharmacies that are closer to them to fetch their medication and they only come to the hospital every six months to come and see the doctor and they receive a new prescription and they are sent to pharmacies that are closer to them so but the numbers are quite similar to what they were before lockdown so it hasn't changed that much. The South African Pharmacy Council says a pharmacy staff should practice good hygiene by washing hands with soap and water and using alcohol-based hand sanitizers as often as necessary. Ngadego outlines the personal protective equipment she has to wear. Because I work in the pharmacy, um, I we do not have a lot of safety protocols when it comes to um, safety PPE. So what we do have to do is we need to make sure that we always have a mask on. It is a requirement for every staff member to have a mask on. And 
in the morning when we enter the hospital we have to make sure that we are screened and we are not showing any signs and symptoms of the coronavirus so that we to ensure that we don't infect anyone the ppes that we were issued were masks and gloves initially we were using surgical masks but now N95 masks have been made available so we use either or and um, the face shields have also been provided to us to use for our own protection and but those are the only things that we are using at the moment in the pharmacy we do not have the full PPE like the gown and the hats that nurses and doctors use in the wards um, we just have masks and gloves and face shields. In addition to wearing of masks in the pharmacy, regular disinfection of surfaces that patients come into contact with, such as countertops, card payment machines, and pens is encouraged. We always have to make sure that we disinfect our surfaces in the morning when we arrive. After handling prescriptions and touching Anything that comes from the wards, we always have to make sure that we disinfect and we sanitize to make sure that we don't transfer the virus from one ward to another or from one patient to another. If there is a patient that is positive and um, the virus might have stayed on a surface or on a prescription, for example, we just need to make sure that we limit the transfer of the virus as much as possible. International Pharmaceutical Federation advises pharmacies to ensure that patients or customers keep a distance of one to two meters between them while waiting in the queue. It also encourages that the number of people entering the premises be limited. With regards to the pharmacy staff, the Federation has advised them to avoid wearing accessories such as bracelets, watches and rings. The regulations that we need to adhere to with regards to social distancing at work is that we are not allowed to be directly next to our colleagues. We try to keep our distance, but it, it is impossible sometimes because it gets very busy and we are always trying to get the work done, but we are never directly next to each other. Um, we have been trying to do that and between patients uh, fortunately um, our pharmacy has a glass shield um, that separates us from the, the from the patient so we just communicate with the patient via the glass and I believe that has helped us to be able to limit exposure for us and for the patients so before COVID, I worked quite very closely with my colleagues. We did not have to social distance as much. I could stand next to my colleague and finish a prescription and talk to them and do everything that I needed to do. And now things have changed, so we have to keep our distance as often as possible. We have to make sure that 
we are not directly in contact with other people with other patients with other staff members so ensuring that we keep the the social distancing um has been a challenge but it has been um very effective and wearing a mask every single day um has been something that has been very different because you have to wear it all day and it has been a challenge for someone who um, wears prescription classes at first it was a challenge because i couldn't see and i had to make a decision do i keep my glasses on do i use a different mask um, and that has been um, a different challenge um, sanitizing everything now has has been something that's different as well and washing our hands for more than 10 times a day now has been something that is very different compared to before COVID. Currently, over 461,000 South Africans have recovered from COVID-19. Ngadeko is one of them. I contracted COVID-19 in July and I contracted it at work from a colleague who didn't know at the time that they were infected. But when they started to show symptoms, they went and they got tested. Immediately when they got the results, they alerted everyone that the person was COVID positive. And those who were in close proximity with the person, when they started showing symptoms, we were asked to go into quarantine and to test seven days after exposure to make sure that we are not spreading the virus. But while I was in quarantine, I started showing symptoms before I could test. And after I got tested, I started to feel better and I recovered by the grace of God. And I went back to work a few days later when I stopped showing symptoms. Initially, when I went back to work after I was sick, I had a bit of anxiety with going back to work, primarily because I thought I was still sick. I thought I was still carrying the virus and it was still infectious, although I wasn't showing the symptoms that I was showing when I was sick. And so I thought me going back to work, I was going to expose my colleagues who were negative. And the anxiety came from that. I wouldn't say fear, but I had a bit of anxiety because I feared spreading the virus. And so I took precaution, I sanitized everything. And to an extent where I was starting to become paranoid until I was informed that after a certain number of days, studies have shown that you are no longer infectious and that helped me to be better. Um, Although now I'm very cautious, more cautious than I was before. So we sanitize everything now. We disinfect and we sanitize everything to make sure that if the virus comes into the pharmacy, we make sure that we don't allow it to spread. Ngateko highlights some of the challenges she's facing at the pharmacy she's working at. So currently the two challenges that I can actually think of is the shortage of staff because of the people that we have lost to death or 
because they are older and they've had to stay at home because they have comorbidities just to make sure and to ensure that they safety so we have been short staffed and um, with regards to PPE shortages the only thing that we are currently short of now is gloves but we have been managing without them so we just always have to make sure that we are washing our hands we're constantly washing our hands and sanitizing and moisturizing to ensure um to help our hands not get too dry Ngateko's exposure to others is of concern to her loved ones my family at first they were very anxious and worried and they were praying for me every single day and i'm grateful i love my work i wouldn't trade it for anything else i enjoy it very much it, it, it is an honor for me to be able to serve as a frontline worker and i wouldn't trade it for anything else so currently i do not live with my family i only see them on weekends and when i do go home i make sure that i my hands are clean i carry a sanitizer in the car so before i exit the car i sanitize my hands when i get home i sanitize when i get into the house i um i always clean the surfaces that i touch and oftentimes i try to make sure that i put on a mask um except when i'm when i'm eating or when i'm alone in my bedroom um just to ensure that if i am carrying the virus i do not spread it because my parents have comorbidities i always want to make sure that i do not transfer the virus whether i am aware of me carrying it or not so my sanitizer is always with me and um i the bathroom i clean it with detol i disinfect the handles everything that i touch um just to make sure that i do not spread the virus if it is in my on my hands or if i am exhaling it there's still no medication to treat covid-19 and russia has started manufacturing its new vaccine for the virus ngateko tells us what doctors prescribe to patients in our hospital because it is a government institution our resources are limited so for a lot of adult um patients what ha- i have been seeing doctors prescribe is they have been prescribing prednisone um as an anti-inflammatory um they've been they've been prescribing clexane to prevent blood clots and pain medication and antibiotics if the patient has any other bacterial infection they have been prescribing that but um and multivitamins vitamin C panado those are the things that they have been prescribing at the moment and some doctors prescribe other things depending on what what else is wrong with the patient there's a lot of things that can boost our immune system multivitamins are one of them ginger also helps to boost the immune system i've also heard that garlic also helps to boost the immune system exercise also helps just staying fit and keeping fit eating healthy eating a lot of greens 
um, that have a lot of nutrients. I've also heard that that also helps to boost our immune system. Anything that contains vitamin C is very good at boosting our immune system as well. Nkate Goshe, some of the lessons we can learn from the pandemic. My general feeling about the pandemic is that it has taught us the importance of cleanliness, the importance of washing our hands, the importance of sanitizing and being aware and alert of the things that we are doing, the things that we are touching. And it has taught me the importance of health and life that a small virus can infect someone and it can affect not just one person but it can affect more than 10 people all at once and it's important for us to be aware and wary of how we interact with people how we take care of ourselves and the importance of us valuing life and our health and taking care of ourselves and my general feeling um, about the lockdown it hasn't been nice because i know a lot of people who have lost their jobs because of salary cuts and everything else but it has taught me the importance of us understanding the important things in life and not taking life for granted and valuing it. For the next edition of Frontline Workers, you can visit sabcnews.com or at SABC News on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. For SABC Digital News, I'm Lebo Changela.